back, loyal listeners. Welcome, new listeners, to Runkle Recaps, How I Met Your Podcast. This is episode, season three, episode 16, Sandcastles in the Sand. I am Steve Runkle, and my co host, as always, is Erie's own teen pop star, Jen Runkle. I have no response to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have any, like, lead ins for this. I didn't have any news. No, I don't have anything. I will start off with I love almost every piece of this episode. There was a couple clunky lines in it that I forgot about, but besides that, it's it was as good as I expected. Although I will say, the vi- I didn't laugh as hard at the video as I usually do. No, it was a good episode. There were a lot of things that I had forgotten about that were in this episode, like things that I had remembered in general, but just didn't remember were part of this. The revertigo stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was a very good piece of yeah, this. Punchy showing up, so. It was good. It was enjoyable. Well, why don't we just jump into it and we'll talk it through. We start off with Ted from the future talking about Robin, how you reminded us that she was once a Canadian pop star, but now she's totally different. They show her at a gun range with a cigar, doing her job as a newscaster. And we get a good classic line from Robin. Coming up next, is your baby trying to kill you? Was that one we'd already seen her do? Or is that new for this episode? That's a good question. I feel like we've heard it, or maybe we've just seen this episode too many times. But You know what? You're right. That could be a repeat, because everything else was, you know, scenes from something else. Right. But it's still... Even if it's not, yeah, it's on brand for Robin's job. Right. We start off at the bar. Ted's trying to tell a story, but gets distracted by how good Robin looks, especially in the Bristol area. Yeah, Robin's got some... Some nice cleavage going on. Yeah, and, you know, apparently there's tape, cotton, half a Nerf ball. I assume that's a joke. (laughs) Not just for the show, but on her own as a joke. But, yeah, she looks great. Not just that, her hair, her makeup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she looks very pretty. They want to know why she looks like this. She said an old friend from Canada is coming down to meet her for a drink. I think Barney's got a good reference to somebody you went to Degrassi with. Right. Have you ever seen Degrassi High? I have not. Or is it Degrassi Junior High, I think is actually the name of the show? I have no idea what the name of the show is. I just know it as Degrassi, but I've never actually seen it. It's probably the most notable recurring and lengthy show from Canada. It was there 90210, more or less, although I think it came out before 90210. And I want to say that it was always focused on a junior high school. I even want to say that I probably watched maybe half a dozen shows when I was a kid. Episodes of it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize it was that old. It was, and there's like Next Generation, Degrassi. I believe, wasn't Drake on Degrassi? I feel like the only frame of reference I have for Degrassi is this show and that Drake was on (laughs) it at one point, and that's all I have. Yeah, I'd say it's probably the most synonymous show with Canada. Okay. I can think of very few others that, that you can link with them besides SCTV, where... Shit's Creek. Oh, well, yeah, now Shit's <laughs> Creek. I always forget that's in Canada. I keep thinking, until we just started watching, I thought it was even taking place in America. Uh, I didn't realize that it was in Canada until you mentioned it. Yeah, you know, I don't know that they ever really expressly say it. It's just, it is a Canadian show. Robin says that this was her first boyfriend that's coming to visit. And we get a flash to, or a flashback, Robin walking on the beach with a young-ish looking James Vanderbeek. 
he looks way too old to be a teenager in the right. scene, of course. But, you know, I've seen him in a lot of stuff since, you know, he's gotten older. And he keeps in really good shape. So good for him. he kind of pulls off the I was once young and now I'm old and schlubby mm-hmm. differential. Yeah. I mean, clearly he's not a teenager in this, but neither is Robin. So I don't know how much our listeners know about James Vanderbeek. I was wondering about that, too. I mean, they, they would... I think our youngers are... I'm sorry. I think our listeners are probably too young to know much about Dawson's Creek. Because I think our... Probably a lot of them. And I, I honestly cannot think of anything he has been in recently as a frame of reference. He was in that show that we were watching. It didn't make it past the first season. And it was, like, My Married Friends or something like that with... E from Entourage, and you're not remembering this? I'm not. I'm remembering one that has Robin in it. It's also about, like, I think that one was Friends from College. <laughs> that was Friends from College. This was Friends with Kids, I think, or Mar- My Married Friends. And he was a recent divorcee in it. Yeah, that's not ringing any bells for me. Other than that, he was in the TV show The Bee from oh, Apartment, yeah, yeah. such and such. Right. That, uh, yeah, and I mean, even that's probably, what, like 10 years old at this point? That, yeah, it could be that old. No, well, I want to say he was on that a few years after he was on so we have How no, I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah, we have no current thing to reference him from. No, I guess not. He's probably in stuff right now. We yeah. just, you know, There's so many TV shows out there, you can't keep track. I liked him in Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. I liked him in The Laws of Attraction or The Rules of Attraction. I forget which one it was called, but it was kind of a dark comedy that took place at a liberal arts college where he's a drug dealer slash student. Yeah, I feel like he was very formative for the millennial crew between Dawson's and Varsity Blues. I didn't really watch Dawson's. I may have watched a few episodes, but it was on the same years as it was coming in towards the end of 90210 and I was sort of worn out on the teen drama stuff. Yeah, I actually never watched it because we didn't get that channel. Yeah, I guess it was the CW down here in D.C. I think it was the WB back in the day. I think they switched between the two at some point down here. Right, but yeah, we didn't get that channel, so I never watched it. I think it's on Netflix now, so I feel like I've I've been meaning to actually get around to it. just haven't gotten there. Robin describes Simon as they're flashing to them on the beach as, you know, smelling like Drakkar. (laughs) They're, They're really... They're hitting all the 90s checklist items for the mm-hmm. cool guy. Wearing Drakkar, you could ollie it on a skateboard. I believe that's something they said about the guy she's singing a, yes, about in, in Let's uh, Go to the Mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I feel like that's part of the rap verse. Yeah, but we never get any sense that this that Let's Go to the Mall had anything to do with him. So Maybe just incidentally he also knows how to ollie? Yeah, I guess maybe that was just a thing for her. <laughs> She's really you, that was, skateboarders. You know, I was I was really good at doing an ollie on a skateboard when you I was a kid. Have, you could have dated Robin. Oh, totes. <laughs> did as you the, have as the kids used to say? I think. Did you have a collection of Hard Rock Cafe T-shirts? No, but I wished I did. <laughs> what about your car? I had one friend that his name was Gus. In like eighth grade, he rocked the Drakkar, and it, he kind of claimed it as his scent. So if anybody else got it. We'd be called out as a copier. Oh, how funny. So not a, not, I loved the smell of it and really envied him wearing it. <laughs> I love Barney's, tell me more, tell me more. Like, did he have a car? It's so good. <laughs> so well and placed. it probably goes over so many people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie called Grease. 
This this whole podcast is just going to be us explaining <laughs> the 80s and the 90s to people. Grease was a movie around 1980 starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. It was based on a stage production on Broadway. And one of the main songs in it is Summer Lovin'. Mm-hmm. And it's John Travolta singing to his friends about what he did over the summer and the girl he met. And so a lot of the song was... And she was... And, Right, and so it's Sandy reciprocal is, singing to yeah, it's a guy groups and a, of friends. The guy singing to his guy friends, the girl singing to his girlfriends, and there's a lot of, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> yes. And one of those is, did, did he have a car? That was one of the girls' things that mm-hmm. were said. So good. The Broadway production of Grease also had John Travolta, but he didn't play the main role. The guy that played Kanicki, uh, Jeff Conway, actually was the role of Danny in the Broadway play. Mm-hmm. And my grandma was a costume designer on that play on Broadway. Hmm. Look at you with your fun Broadway facts. Yeah. I'm always two or three degrees of separation from the big celebs. It's true. Marshall wants to know if this was the guy that took her virginity, and they've come up with some some clever, not some. Not, they come right, up so with this starts a, <laughs> a regular How I Met Your Mother cascade of bad jokes. Of everybody just throwing their their suggestion in until it burns itself out. Right. I don't think they think they're bad jokes. I think they they liked these jokes. The writers liked the different references. And I feel like I liked them the first time I heard them. Listening to them this time, it wasn't as funny to me. Um, no, I mean, I didn't mean like bad as in they're all bad, but like they all just throw in every single thing they can possibly No, I get what of. you're saying. No, you're exactly right. They do this over and over again. It's sort of like the 70s show when they are all in a circle and the camera's going mm-hmm. around to each one of them. That this is a thing that they do quite frequently. Right. And sometimes it hits and sometimes it didn't. And they, these didn't age badly. It's just, it's not as funny to me as the first time I might have seen this. But we get, did he take her maple leaf? Did you have any favorites? Um, I did enjoy Ted's something about fur trapping. No, the one that was supposed to be the worst, which is the only one that I actually liked in the re-listening of this or re-watching. Yeah, that one was my favorite. The rest of them were, you know, so-so. It turns out, according to Robin, they only dated for a week and a half. And Barney said, what? I thought you were together all summer. Yeah, that's summer in Canada. Last week of July. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get a flashback to... One night when his band was just finishing playing this gig, and we have Robin. She's loading up his van. Clearly she's on this guy's hook, a term we'll learn about soon enough. And she's got all the equipment and the instruments, working hard, and he's just sitting there breathing heavy in his van after his big show. And she thought the guy is totally rocked out. He said he knows, he thinks they're going to... They're just four or five gigs away from being big. I mean, like crash test dummies big. (laughs) Which is one of the few bands of that period that were well linked with Canada. Mm -hmm. Their probably most well-known song was Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty big one-hit wonders. So it's funny that this is what Simon's (laughs) aspiring to. And Mm Mm-hmm is a really depressing song. It really is. And if you've seen Dumb and Dumber, you probably will recognize it pretty quickly. <laughs> As she's finishing up loading, I like how he asks her if she's loaded everything before he breaks <laughs> right. up with her. Like, maybe this should have been a lesson to Robin before she fired her makeup artist. Right. Who turned her face into a clown before leaving <laughs> and going on camera. But it was, it was well-timed by Simon. 
he's getting back together with Louise Marsh. <laughs> Lily's got some opinions about this. <laughs> yeah, Lily's just being supportive. It's a whore's name if I ever heard one. I feel like Lily's done that before. I don't know why that line is so funny to me, but it really is. Because she's just got Robin's back, and what else are you going to say? <laughs> right. So Simon's argument is that her folks just put in a pool. Robin gets it. Robin's folks only have a sprinkler. <laughs> Such a weird delivery. We have a sprinkler. You run right through. <laughs> she's awkward. She doesn't know what to do. Unfortunately, she forgot the drum set. And everybody, yeah, we get the end of the flashback and everybody is just in shock. And she t- comes to find out that she actually did go then back. load the drum set after he broke so up with her. So bad. I, <laughs> I hate, I know this is for fun and it's supposed to be humorous, but I hate seeing someone this right. gullible and, right. and th- so that, this much of a doormat. Yeah. And so that really is building up where Robin goes this episode. So we see like this intense vulnerability and crushing humiliation and that leads to where it ends up leading to. Mm hmm. Marshall wants to know why she wants to see this guy. And then Lily points out that she thinks Robin's trying to win. Robin plays coy. But Ted points out that whenever there's a breakup, there's always a clear winner and loser. And they decide to. Add up the points. Starting with Robin's two big ones. Right there. Simon still lives with his mom. He never became a rock star. He works at a water slide park outside of Iowa. (laughs) Which Marshall gives him a point for. But then takes it away when there's no wave pool there. (laughs) I can see that. So Robin's pretty confident. You know, she's going to be the winner unless somehow he got hotter. (laughs) (laughs) Then he walks in. And sure enough, there was a clear winner and a clear loser. It just wasn't clear to everybody. And so, do you want to paint a word picture of what Simon looks like? Yeah, he's lost most of his hair. He's very paunchy. His clothes are way too big for him. He really looks like he walked out of the 90s. And not a good 90s, like a bad 90s that of someone that was once famous in the 80s. Hmm. So yeah, he's not looking good at all compared to Robin, but Robin does not see this at all and just giggles. Oh my god. Like I can't I can't do it justice. Like <laughs> Yeah, I I can't remember what she says, but she gives out sort of a sound that makes it very obvious that she's, like she's still totally into, into it. him. Yeah, it's just the best line delivery of the whole episode. Oh my god. Yeah, she's so giddy. Right, so we end up back at the apartment. Everybody's kind of debriefing about what happened, and they're they're so confused by this all, <laughs> right? Because everybody else sees what him for see. exactly, yeah, who he is, and does not understand how Robin is still infatuated with this guy. His first line is, "Besides, hey babe, wow, look at you! You got old." <laughs> Right. He seems to be equally disinterested in her as she is enamored with him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just such an opposite energy. Right. Equal and opposite energy coming from the two of them. Right. And I think he thinks he won. He won the breakup right. at this point. Yeah, he's... And based on the way she's acting, he did. Robin feels like he got hotter. Like, that's even possible. <laughs> <laughs> at no point, and maybe it wouldn't work if they did, but it's just at no point was the gang like, he looked Horrible. He's, you know, and everything I described about him, none, none of them say anything. Maybe they think it's just not worth it because well, she's not seen it, so what does it matter? But Well, and I guess, you know, maybe rightfully so. They're not going from the looks perspective. They're saying, 
look at all these terrible things about his personality. <laughs> but she thinks he got hotter. I guess there's right. no talking somebody out of thinking somebody's hot. If you yeah. say this person's hot and I don't think they are, I can't point out why they're not. It's just you took them in as a whole and they're hot. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing anyone can say to take you away from that. But some of the things that we learn that are defaults of his still to this point or new, he's packing a beer in his pocket because four twenty five or whatever it was, four well, bucks he, for a brew was too much. He did wear his cargo pants. Yeah. So you <laughs> might as well that. use them. Robin thinks they're being a little bit snobby. He He's from a different part of Canada. He's got the maple leaf flag on the back of his pickup truck. Somehow, I guess, it's a Canada is the inverted yeah. version of our country where the deep south and the deep north, north right. are fairly equal and right. of more of a rustic bunch. Right, yeah, the, the inversion of the U.S. He's from the deep north. <laughs> Marshall points out that they gave her a lot of chances and were really trying to help her out. He Mm -hmm. says, you know, we gave you a lot of opportunities. Lily points out that she's a local celebrity. I didn't like this line. Robin's like, no, it's stupid. It's not cool like Simon's shirt. Well, it's Robin being just ridiculous. Yeah, but not my favorite line. Mm -hmm. Barney's trying to neg Simon and get him to talk about being an employee at at the water slide park. That sure is different from what Robin does. Because it is, because Simon saves lives. Right. He's not sitting at the top of the stool going, go, go. Yeah, his pantomime's so good, and <laughs> Ted scoffs, says, you try it. Ted's not doing it very well. <laughs> no, he didn't put his hand up. Kid just died. Another kid went. He died, too. <laughs> Another kid went. Now there's a pile up, and Robin's got something to report on the news. <laughs> this just in. My friend Ted just killed a bunch of kids today. <laughs> Like, Ted can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Simon really out, out, outflanked him in this, in this back and forth. And this is what I think of every time we go to a water park. <laughs> I can't wait till Tyler will actually go down a water slide, like a real big mm-hmm. one. Lily adds in and helps pile on by pointing out that his music career never really panned out. But he thinks they're still five gigs away from really <laughs> yeah. exploding. Apparently they're called the Foreskins. It's just and the worst name. <laughs> There's four of them, and they play without shirts. <laughs> and we see this bunch of guys, and right. there should be no... They should shower with shirts on. <laughs> I just love this. I'm looking at Robin like, babe, seriously? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Robin, I know, I'm sorry. And then the, the converse. face. But then the converse at, back at the apartment, I know, I'm sorry <laughs> to our friends. It's so good. She's impressed that he's kept the band going. Barney says, which brings us to the most important piece of information from tonight. They ask how the two of them met. Simon said he was in her video. Yeah, and Barney's calling BS. He's seen Let's Go to the Mall thousands of times. It's, you know, he's not in it. And Simon said he was in the other one, which, of course, causes Barney to do a <laughs> comedic run out right. of the room. <laughs> Barney just bolts. But then came back to the apartment later, so it's unclear where he went. Barney wants the tape. He... F- Sort of, it's weird, he kind of threatens that he's going to spend the next three days not eating, not sleeping, his life will be hell, going over, <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, Robin he has no care. leverage here, what, what, <laughs> yeah, I'm not he sure cares. what he was going for. <laughs> Marshall points out that usually she's so cool, so this was hard to watch, and Robin says, you know, she kind of felt like she was 16 again, 
And Ted points out that this is actually a common thing that, you know, someone from your past makes you act like you're that age again. Mm-hmm. And then we hit like an interesting kind of back and forth throughout the episode between Ted and Marshall about what this thing is called. So Marshall has coined Revertigo and Ted is like adamantly opposed to Revertigo, but doesn't have his own suggestion. No. Doesn't seem to have a reason. It's kind of like the person that makes a complaint but doesn't have a suggestion how to fix it. <laughs> right. We see this all the time. Revertigo sounds good, but it really doesn't make sense because vertigo and memory have nothing to do with one another. But it's reverting. Okay, but the ego takes me out of it. Okay, Ted. <laughs> I'm Team Marshall on this I point. did actually sit there and try and think of a better name for it. <laughs> did you? Yeah. And then when Michelle gives us the right name for it, I tried to make that into a clever cut. You know, I tried to turn that into a shortcut name, and I couldn't do it. So, so I'm not vertigo complaining. Vertigo it is. I'm not complaining. And Marshall says, <laughs> who has really bad vertigo, Lily with her high school friend Michelle. I like Barney immediately barks back. <laughs> Michelle, she sounds hot. Right. So I like their lead-in to the Lily and Michelle thing. Because they're all like, you don't know about Lily and yeah, Michelle? Yeah, we get some good build-up. This reminds me very much of a time when I met your friend Sarah for the first time. And you and I had only been dating like two years at this point. Maybe less. Maybe a year. Okay. We went to their house. And as soon as you two got together, you went off to the side of the room together and just started cooing back and forth and started talking in your kind of own tones and languages and giggling a lot. And I'm kind of looking at you in a strange way. And her Sarah's husband, Jason, says, oh, have you not been around those two before together? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And I was like, he's, he goes, you haven't experienced this before? And I said, no. He goes, oh, you're in oh, for it. Oh, it's every time. <laughs> and just you have your own jokes. Oh, yeah. You giggle at whatever the other person <laughs> says. Now, this only really happened the first time I hung out with you guys. I think every time after that, it didn't happen again. Um, but, we, you know, we weren't partying and drunk with them as much later <laughs> right. on in life. I mean, we've been friends since eighth grade. We have a lot of inside jokes. <laughs> but I saw I actually witnessed <laughs> so you saw vertigo. vertigo in real, in real time. I don't think I have it. No, I can't think of anybody that I've seen you have any kind of revertigo with. Not everyone can be cool and have revertigo. (laughs) I didn't have any friends, so there was no one to bring me back. (laughs) So Marshall asks Lily, or points out that Lily hasn't seen Michelle in a while, which prompts Lily to say that she should give her a call to hang out. Barney thinks this is something about making out, and I like (laughs) Marshall says it's better and dead. Comparable. (laughs) Marshall reagrees, comparable. (laughs) Right. Robin thinks that she's lost her second chance, or she won't get a second chance. Yeah, it's, I'm kind of unclear what she's talking about. Like, is she saying she doesn't have a second chance at winning, or yes. like a second chance with Simon? I think a second chance at winning. Okay. But it, I, you just pointed out or, or turned a light on in my brain that says, yet yeah, it doesn't seem like at any point she actually believed that she should have been winning. Yeah, that's She true. just seems so convinced that he he's still like, yeah. got it. He's hotter. Mm-hmm. He's, she's still on his hook. Mm-hmm. They, I don't think they ever bring him up when we get to that episode of being on the hook. I don't think so. Because she was still on his hook. Simon does come back mm-hmm. like, in the I love, P.S. I love you episode. Right. He's all a businessman. And, or at least he's in yeah, a he suit. Yeah, like he cleans up nice. and looks handsome again. 
And then Robin cuts back and says, I got a second chance. He came by her place tonight. He said there is unfinished business between the two of them, and he wants a date. He thinks that breaking up with her was the biggest mistake of his life. Even though they dated for a week and a half. (laughs) And Lily, Ted, all of them think that this was a big setup for her to reject him. but Mm -hmm. And she doesn't. Lily said, he asked you out, oh, step into my web, Simon, which is a, a line Barney says in, the, in season one. Oh, interesting. I actually really didn't like that line, and I couldn't identify why. I just <laughs> didn't like it. Yeah, you called it creepy when Barney said it to Robin back in season one. Yeah. This is when he was paying her to do weird things on TV. That's right. Okay. Yeah, don't like it any better here. But Robin says, I'd love to go out with you. <laughs> and Barney does a <laughs> Pac-Man dying. Oh, <laughs> As he had started with the Mortal Kombat, finish him. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. He kept a theme going. Mm-hmm. Ted's confused. He doesn't understand why she's going to back out with Simon. <laughs> the one we met? Robin says you know, all this stuff went down ten years ago. Maybe people evolve. And then we get a sort of a setup <laughs> right. to Lillian and Michelle re-engaging or seeing each other where Robin says... People evolve. I mean, are you the same person that you were in high school? And then we get an, a Lily. Lily launches into full appropriation game here. She does, and this is very... Oh, conf- hell no. This is all very confusing for me because we've seen flashback Lily who was goth. So I don't know what's happening. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, this doesn't seem to match up with any flashbacks we've had before. But it's still fun. Marshall says, I think you're going to, I think you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> And it, it's it's a fun back and forth between the two of them. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go line by line. I do like what Michelle says. I'm hoping my big ass can hustle me up a vodka Gatorade. <laughs> that yeah, I didn't That's, like a lot of their back and forth. I did enjoy the drink combinations. The, yeah, <laughs> because we get another one. Right. And uh, my big ass can hustle me up. Yeah, li- and Lily doesn't do this cadence or this rhythm of speaking very well either. No, it's really bad. Especially when she goes, for reals? Yeah, no, I, I, it's deeply uncomfortable. And then they have a strange walk yes. that they do. It was kind of ridiculous. I think it would have been better if they did more of a runway-type walk or if they did sort of a, a dance up there. But okay. it looks like they're trying to strut, but they're yeah. doing it really poorly, especially Lily. Yeah. I think they should have had a few more takes on that one. <laughs> Barney goes on a, a quick little journey of, I want her around all the time. I'd even consider not trying to sleep with her if that's what it takes. Guys, I've decided to sue Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> the, the quick turnaround is what works there. <laughs> Robin's at Simon's band rehearsal. And they're finishing up their set. Robin's the only groupie there listening to them and cheering them on. Right. Simon goes, hey, babe, did you like after my bass solo when I flicked my pick at you? <laughs> I need just, that back. <laughs> it's just so rude. Like, visualize him finishing his solo and then flicking a pick in her face. And her, like, being into it. Right? I love that line, but it's I feel so bad for Robin that she's good with it. Right. So she, she wishes she didn't have to go to work in the morning, but she has to because she has to play their demo on her show. Which, it, this immediately becomes obvious that this is the reason why he... Asked her back out again was to get her to play them on their on her <laughs> right. show. It's not a show; it's the news. 
hey, did you hear that? There's some news. There's a rad band you guys should check out. And then play it. <laughs> Just the first three songs. And they cut it directly to her setting up <laughs> the song as it's time for Puppy Corner. <laughs> and... <laughs> Jenna's very <laughs> Jenna's very Jenna's very tickled right now by all this. In fact, we were listening to the show in different rooms, we were watching it, and I could hear the song come on in her room and her laughing like this. <laughs> no, I think people like you have you have a very uh infectious laugh. We'll be right back. Okay, so Jen's almost done giggling about this. We did take two minutes. <laughs> so the song is Murder Train. This is, I read, the first of seven times they played this song on the show. All right, we're going to take another break. All right, we'll try to carry on. So I think I'm called now. So... <laughs> <laughs> I just let me talk. Let me speak. Okay. <laughs> so they're playing Murder Train, and they're showing puppies to be adopted. And the juxtaposition of these two things is very funny, as you can hear in my background here. It's the cute toys. They cut to the bar. Robin goes, "Hey, a lot of puppies got adopted." Of course. A lot of people call in, thought they were going to kill them. <laughs> I foresee us taking another short break. We'll be right back again. And we're back again. Did you, do we know who sang, actually sang the song Murder Train? No, that's a good question. I never looked that up. Yeah, I wonder, is it any sort of real song? No. Marshall brings up Revertigo to Robin. Lily doesn't know. Lily overhears us and wants to know what Revertigo is. And they sort of brush it off. And Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. But they we t- get Ted, you know, again, being unnecessarily unhappy with this definition. <laughs> it's a stupid made-up word. No meaning. Marshall explains to her what it is, and Lily says, oh, she, she knows an example of this. And they sort of think she's going to mention herself and Michelle, but instead she brings up Ted with Punchy. Right. Who is Adam Punchiarello. And we get a flashback of Punchy coming in the house and them all of a sudden going into a little mini battle. Sup, Punchy? Sup, Schmoosby? Yeah, they're just, I don't know what this is, like play fighting sort of. Yeah, I, I guess it's something guys might do, maybe. <laughs> Two men might. I don't, yeah, I've, I've never seen buddies of mine just kind of crash into each other and, and engage each other this way. But, and this this seems very uncharacteristic for Ted, who right. sort of seemed more like a pretentious dweeb That's what I was coming out of high school. That's what I just thinking about. So, yeah, I, I don't know that we're getting a lot of canon into <laughs> characters' personalities. No, and it's worth it because Punchy comes back many times. Yeah. And Punchy's a great character. Punchy's so good. I forget the name of the actor, but he is a producer on the show. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I, you did. I brought that up when we were doing the recurring characters rankings. Well, I forgot. Okay. Oh, no. That's okay. <laughs> then we get into a scene of Marshall and Lily becoming Robin's mother and dad. <laughs> right. 
it starts off with them trying to figure out what's going on. Why is she seeing this guy? Robin says they have fun together. Robin and her crush on this guy sort of remind me a little of Liz Lemon and Dennis. <laughs> yeah, where it's just, you know, that. he's fun. How's the sex? Once a week and quick. <laughs> Which is perfect. Lily says they're worried about her. Robin says, you know, you're starting to sound like my parents. Lily says she sounds like a 16-year-old. That's exactly what her mom would say. You sort of have to watch Ted during this interaction because Ted's face is reacting to all the bad Oh, I miss that. So now Lily says if she was her mom, she would forbid her from seeing this boy, which becomes a forbidden, which which becomes a forbidding of seeing this guy in their conversation instead of just saying (laughs) that's what I would do. Just Robin's reaction, Lily! Marshall does a good job sounding like a dad. Now, now, we were once young and in love, too. And she goes, like, a billion years ago, and Ted's face is, like, like kind of trying not to laugh. (laughs) Lily asks if she's been drinking. (laughs) Yeah, we all have. You ordered the last round. (laughs) Lily's not going to let her go to the show. Robin's going to go anyway, and then after, they're going to go all the way. (laughs) So that scene ends. I, I, I don't like the Ted saying, hey, so today, not now, Ted. Oh, I thought that was funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not me. That was probably my least favorite. So, yes, night. in this scenario, like, Ted's the brother. <laughs> I got that. I just, it didn't work for me. So we get a repeat. <laughs> right. So it's basically a, an exact recreation of what happened back when they were teenagers. Although this time I forgot to ask her if she loaded everything first. <laughs> right. And this is where he breaks it to her that, and obviously, you know, she's loading the van again. This is where he breaks it to her that he's getting back together again with Louise Marsh. I want to know more about this Louise Marsh. She always seems available for Simon. She must still be living with her parents <laughs> right. around the age of 30. Right. And I guess, you know, Robin's reaction makes it seem like she thinks he's joking. Like, he's doing a bit. And then she realizes that, no, he's being serious. But, you know, her parents did just put in a jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, that's a great line. <laughs> it only works because he says jacuzzi instead mm-hmm. of jacuzzi. Yeah, definitely. The gang, they're back at the bar, and the gang is commiserating with her. Millie and Michelle are back to their back and forth. He has scrub, and Lily's going to get her champagne and grape soda on. <laughs> <laughs> I would try that. That sounds good. <laughs> kind of does. I haven't had grape soda probably in 30 years. Right? Michelle, Ted asks Michelle how Columbia's going. She's getting her PhD in behavioral psychology. Robin's going to point out the obvious, and Michelle already recognizes this. Uh, and that there's a psychological term for the phenomenon. Marshall says vertigo. Well, Marshall's kind of hopeful. Like, is it vertigo? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's associative regression. And she starts to try to explain it, but then Lily puts on some song that apparently is their song. I think it was Daisy Dukes. Oh, it was a rap song that came out in the 90s, and it was mostly based around the video of girls that were wearing cut-off jean shorts that came up so high that, like, sort of their butt sticks out of the Mm -hmm. bottom. And they called him Daisy Dukes based on the Dukes of Hazard character, Daisy Dukes, who wore similar mm-hmm. shorts. Okay. So it was, you know, it was like, whoop, there it is. It's like one of those songs in the 90s. Okay. Barney comes in. It's just Robin there alone at this point. Yeah, everybody kind of peeled off for the rest of the evening, and Robin just stuck around by herself. He's surrendering. He can't find her video. And then she's depressed and crying and... Simon, she said, Simon dumped me in his van after the show. Yeah, Robin, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> and then she said, you know, no, tonight it happened. And he just comforts her and he gives her mm-hmm. a pep talk. And 
she talks about how she wanted to be 16 again. He points out how lame she was back then. <laughs> right. He does a really good job of pumping her back up. Yeah. yeah, he's being a good friend here, which is unusual for Barney. I thought it was eh, not a great line about the guy in the mirror thing. But oh, I hated it so much. It was such a bad line. It was very on, on point for Barney, but not one of his better. Right. And she invites him back to her place. And we don't know... What she's whispering. What, yeah, so she whispers something in his ear, and he looks intrigued. And they're trying to fool us a little bit. They're sitting there on right. the couch. It's very euphemistic, mm-hmm. if that's a word. Everything they're saying back and forth is just to try and make us think that they're talking about sex, but, you know, let's not tell anyone about this. Should I just put it in? And then it's... They're, it's, it's, it's a videotape. I still... It's weird that they're still doing videotapes at this point in the show. But I guess she would have had it, have it, had it converted to DVD for anything else. Right. Now, this is you know her original copy or something, presumably. I have one videotape left with a whole bunch of my senior year wrestling matches on it and my 30-minute appearance on a local high school quiz show called It's Academic. What's the opposite of bragging? And <laughs> we went to the beach... Five years ago, six Tyler years was ago, maybe it was probably six, six years ago on my birthday, seven. which is July fourth. We got a condo there that we rented for a few days, and the condo had a TV with a DVD player and a tape player. And they they sent us this information ahead of time. I was like, "Oh my god, I can bring my tape." It's like Jen, Jen, watch, look, watch. And he did. He did. Bring <laughs> I watched that the tape. entire thing, and I had you watch. I didn't really have you watch the wrestling too much, but I had you watch the It's Academic. <laughs> Such a dork. As we're in a cardigan with a tie. <laughs> My hair was like completely standing up like vanilla ice. Must have been a lot of gel. So instead, we're getting to see the tape. Right. This right. was their big artistic follow-up to Let's Go to the Mall. It's called Sand Castles in the Sand. <laughs> Good name. <laughs> and it tanked. Again, the video wasn't quite as funny as I remembered it being. I know that one of the first few times I saw it, I was crying. Watching it. Oh, really? Laughing so hard. But this time I was like, okay, yeah, it's no funny. But, and I actually sort of, I'm starting to like the tune of it. <laughs> it's like one of those Debbie Gibson tunes mm-hmm. or Tiffany tunes that you wouldn't, the guys would not admit to their friends that they liked. Yeah, so we, <sighs> we're seeing, you know, scenes of it and then just, you know, some commentary over it. The so. scenes are pretty good. I don't think the commentary is so good. And her reactions to some of his questions are weird. He says, is that Tiffany? And she's like, yeah. And like, well, she was a big deal. Is that, so. <laughs> is that Alan Thicke? Yeah. Like, she doesn't have much of a reaction to him asking <laughs> these questions. She just kind of smiles and goes, yeah. Now, is Tiffany Canadian? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Because that would almost make more sense. I'm like, yeah, it's Canada. We all just, like, hang out with each other all the time. The robot makes an appearance, and <laughs> right. I didn't really remember her saying this, but I guess he was her sidekick. Yeah, that, I mean, I guess based on Let's Go to the Mall, sure, why not? Barney mentions that there's a tampon commercial you could <laughs> cut out of this, and I do remember there was a lot of tampon commercials and women's um, sanitary products, or what, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Um, back in the like 90s and early 2000s where it was a mom and her daughter walking on the beach and talking about their women <laughs> stuff. 
I'm not doing a very good job of describing this, but this there were a lot of these commercials. This conversations making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and you're the never mind. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. So they watch it again and again and again until they stopped watching it. And then they started making out. Yep. And we'll learn next week that they had the sex. They went all the way. Mm-hmm. He something about fur trap. <laughs> <laughs> He just put it in. <laughs> All right. Where do you think I ranked this episode? 47. No, it's number four. Shut up. Yeah, well, think about it. Number four? Yeah, we got all the Revertigo stuff. We've got... Yeah, it didn't hold up as well for me as I thought it would. We've got all the Simon stuff, who I ranked as the best guest appearance of anybody. Okay. And the Sandcastle in the Sand, I didn't like it as much this time, but... I think this was the first time I watched it where I wasn't, like, falling over laughing. So Four, okay. all those things added wow. up really put it, it up high off, for me. But this might be the worst I've ever guessed. It's got the murder train. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, that this is the hardest. Top ten. This is easily the hardest you've laughed <laughs> since we've started doing the podcast. Right. Don't make me start again. So let me, I'll recap real quickly what the other top ten were. Oh, um, number one was Doisa Tripla. Number four, Sandcastles in the Sand. Number five, Little Boys. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Arrivederci Fiero. And number ten, Spoiler Alert. So there's still five more to talk about in the top ten. Okay. And I will spoil it that one of those is in this season. Okay. Um, favorite joke? <laughs> Do you have to ask? <laughs> was it the plane, the song, and the murder train? I, yeah, I think the juxtaposition of the song and the puppies and the... Well, they all got adopted. Yeah. I, my favorite part was they all got adopted, but people thought we were going to kill them. <laughs> right. That was my favorite line of the, the episode. I liked the murder train song with the puppies, too, but it was really <laughs> that line that did it for me. Mm-hmm. Do you have a least favorite? I do. I think mine was Barney's That Guy in the Mirror Awesome Guy thing. I thought I had another. I guess, yeah, that is mine, too. Have we ever had the same least and favorite jokes? I wouldn't know. I'd have to go back and listen. I know we've had one or the other, but Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if we've ever had both before. Should we celebrate? Woo! I mean, I guess I could switch mine to just Lily's terrible revertigo personality. Now, why would you do that? So, I hear this on podcasts every once in a while where... They're like, what's your favorite part of this? Or, mm-hmm. And someone says something and says, well, since you chose that, I'm going to choose this. Well, sometimes for me, like, I'll have, like, three things kind of closely. Like, okay, these could all be contenders, and so if you're going to pick one, maybe I'll pick one of the other ones. Okay. But this one is just, you know, hands down has to be <laughs> Murder Train. There's no comparison. We got a write-in from Danielle again. Hey, Danielle. We're very excited to hear from Danielle. And she actually got it in before we recorded the podcast. We were Yeah, we're a couple days late, so good job. Yeah, we were trying to do it. I think we were going to do it Sunday. And then it just got too busy. Yeah. So, from Danielle, I remember thinking this episode was unrealistic. How could Robin fall for this again? Then she reveals she wanted to be young again, and I get that. I always want to start the school years over to get better grades. So, Danielle, are you in high school still? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how old Danielle is. I don't, she, I don't think she's ever told yeah. us. She could be in college, but maybe she's in high school. 
That would be impressive if she's a high school kid watching How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, let us know, Daniel. Give us a range, if you would. Now, she could mean that she always wanted to start the school years over to get better grades, but... Mm -hmm. She goes on, but then Barney talks about how much cooler she is now. Then I imagine how much cooler my future is going to be. Danielle, we're in the future, and it won't. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, Danielle, you're already awesome. You're going to be super awesome in the future, too. Agreed. And my life's much better now than it was. And I had a pretty good time growing up. But, no, my adulthood has been so much more enjoyable. Yeah, million percent. (laughs) I did that just because I knew it would bother you. (laughs) A billion percent. Um, A trillion. Danielle goes on. Lily and Michelle were really funny. I love when Michelle starts talking about behavioral therapy and Lily starts playing their jam. And then she says, worst joke would have to be when they're coming up with Canadian innuendos. Yeah, I can see that as being a contender. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks again for writing in Danielle, and Jen will tell people where they too can be like Danielle and write in. Yes, you too can write us at runklerecaps at gmail.com or on Twitter at runklerecaps or on Instagram underscore how I met your podcast underscore. Thank you, Jen. Next week we have the goat. I believe I'm not a fan of this, this one. Ted's birthday or somebody's birthday? Yeah, and, and Ted finds out that Barney slept with. Robin. Oh, he finds out that fast. Okay. I think so, because the, the episode after that is Rebound Bro. Okay. But yeah, I think this, the goat's a bit of a dip in how good season three is. It's, it, it doesn't stand up to the other season three episodes very What's well. What's the description? Barney's upset because he violated his own bro code by sleeping with Robin. How will Ted react when he learns that Barney slept with his ex-girlfriend? Ah, okay. I think he punches him in the wiener, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember much about this episode, so we'll see. All right. Well, Jen just flicked the pen she takes notes with at me, so that means our podcast has come to an end, and i got to go look for it at some yeah, point. Yeah, I need that pen back. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.